Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. I am here to recap Tuesday's regional quarterfinal from the Class 6A boys basketball playoffs between Allen and Colleen Ellison. Uh, for the fourth time in five years, the Allen Eagles are indeed bound for the fourth round of the playoffs, the regional tournament, after they come away with a 65-54 to victory over Ellison in a game that was um, a very a very competitive first half, one that um, you know had I, I want to say I counted about ten lead changes in that game, at least, at least in the uh, in the first half. And then as the um, about midway through the second quarter, Allen is able to close strong with a nine to two run and kind of build on that in the second half. And they uh, they kind of control things for the last you know for the last quarter and a half by double digits and just uh, and just nurse this one home to uh, to punch their ticket back to the regional tournament. Um, you know I will. We'll say that early on in this game, you know, Allen came into this one ranked number ten in the state, and you know, with a uh, with a very decorated resume. They I mean they were just, uh, you know, last Friday in the area round, they were coming off a uh, a win over a top ten opponent in Duncanville, and they were going up against an Ellison team that was unranked. So on paper, you know, you're thinking that you know this should be a uh, you know you don't you don't really know what to make out of just um you know just how good is Ellison being in being in the third round of the playoffs despite their <laughs> despite not being ranked by the uh, Texas Association. Association of basketball coaches, and I will say early on, like I, I quite frankly couldn't understand just how Ellison couldn't be state ranked. Um, you know, they came into that game with a 32 and four record, um, and just pound for pound, that's that's got to be up there with the most athletic teams that Allen has seen all season long. I mean, you could see that right from the opening tip. With um, I want to say that within like the first, you know, the first. Two minutes of the game, Ellison had already racked up, you know, three or four blocks. They, um, I mean, yeah, they were just their 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 ability. Just, I mean, they were flying all over the court and just not allowing anything easy whatsoever for uh, for Allen. I mean, their defense and springiness and speed was um, it, it clearly gave Allen some uh, some fits early on, and it took Allen, you know, about a quarter quarter and a half to kind of settle in. Um, you know, Allen had to kind of go away from you know a lot of the stuff that had been working for them throughout the season. Uh, there wasn't much perimeter shooting in this game just because those those opportunities just didn't materialize. One thing that Ellison did really well is switching on screens and they uh, you know they did a good job of just denying any uh, any open threes by by Allen and as a result, you know, Allen had to kind of go away from Allen went to a lot of post-ups early on to Jalen Walker and you know Ellison, you know, kind of shut those down with just their size and length. So um, once Allen got a bit of a got a bit of an advantage, they decided to kind of spread things out and then just use their speed to try and negate, um, you know, Ellison's size and length. And as a result, Allen basically lived at the free throw line in this game. You know, they uh, they traded in their uh, their barrage of three pointers for um, for layups and just straight line drives to the uh, to the rim. And it was one of those cases where you know at the on the one hand, you're kind of uh, you kind of put yourself at the mercy of just whatever the uh, you know however the officiating crew is calling the game because sometimes you'll run into officiating crews that are a bit more relaxed 
and are just going to let you play, and then you're going to run into crews that will uh, will literally let nothing slip by. And um, in the case of of Tuesday's game on both sides, it was the uh, it was definitely the latter. This was a very tightly called game, and almost to the point where it was a little it was a little nauseating from a fan standpoint, just watching from the crowd and just thinking, I mean, just Jesus, just let these let these kids play. Um, but yeah, I mean, Allen was able to uh, to make good on that, and they ended up shooting 34 free throws in this game, and they went 28 of 34 from the line, including a perfect 15 of 15 in the first half, which was huge as far as being able to, you know, kind of get a, a you know, get a nice 2-3 possession cushion there against Ellison. Um, you know, by on the other end, Ellison was pretty active from the line. They took 24 free throws, but only made 15. So you see right there, Allen had a plus 13 advantage in, uh, in shots made from the charity stripe in a game that wound up being decided by 11 points. So obviously Allen's efficiency from the free throw line, very, very key in this one. Um, so yeah, Allen was able to spread out you know, Allison quite a bit and then attack, you know, attack the rim. One of the players who was very, very instrumental in that was um, was Jalen Scott, who, I mean, it was, it was kind of established very early on. This was going to be a, a potentially a big Jalen Scott game. He, um, he grabbed five offensive rebounds in the first quarter alone. He had 17 total rebounds on top of a 20 points scored to, uh, to lead all scores. And he was, um, he was very active at the rim. He ended up shooting nine of 10 on free throws and, um, um, yeah, just very much the uh, you know one of the uh, one of the most aggressive players out there for Allen. Jared Dixon was plenty aggressive as well. He had 11 points, uh, 10 of those in the first half. As he, he was very active getting to the line. Isaiah Stevens, you know, shot six free throws in the second half, finished with eight points total. Um, Jalen Walker shot six free throws, had 10 points. I mean, yeah, Allen was just everybody was just it was a parade at the uh, at the free throw line for the Eagles in this one. Um, so yeah, they were able to. You know, to get a a 34-27 lead at the half, and then um, you know about about midway through the third quarter, then is when they were able to take that advantage up into uh, into double digits. There was a uh, you know a key sequence at the end of the uh, at the end of the third quarter where Allen gets a couple free throws to expand their lead to a 45-35, and then in the closing seconds of the quarter, Corey Jones gets a big putback um, off the bench to up Allen's lead to 12-47-35, entering the fourth quarter and then with that advantage they just kind of said I mean they were just content to kill clock the rest of the way and you know typically um you know I put this on Twitter I mean most of the times when you see teams trying to you know try and burn clock it can be a little redundant just passing back and forth and whatnot but Allen like I don't know Allen's such a good passing team that it's actually it was actually kind of fun to watch them kill the clock just because of just the job that they did countering uh you know Ellison was very quick I mean they were trying to trap and double team every chance they could once Allen started running clock and Allen was just so effective passing the ball. I mean, Ellison could not force a turnover out of that. So Allen was able to run the clock down just for, I mean, I mean, they, uh, they, they began the fourth quarter controlling. Uh, they, didn't, uh, they didn't relinquish control for the first minute 45 of the fourth quarter. And then uh, Jared Dixon finds uh, Donovan Parham for a wide-open layup, capping just a masterful possession by Allen. And that was just kind of the way the fourth quarter went. Allen just working the ball around, Ellison trapping to no avail, and Allen eventually just getting a, a wide-open layup just because yeah, Ellison was, a little, was, was just too late rotating off of, those, uh, off of those double teams. They couldn't travel as fast as the ball, which is, you know, that's expected. At some point, eventually, you're going to breathe. You're just consistently double-teaming and trapping. If you can't force a turnover, at some point, eventually the ball movement's going to be too much. Um, so yeah, Allen was able to nurse things, nurse this thing home to the finish line. They get an 11-point victory and are bound for the uh, for the fourth round for the 
Down for the fourth round for the fourth time in five years, I should say. Um, let's see some uh, some stats from this game. Um, you know, like I said, I mentioned uh, Jalen Scott led the way with 20 points. Um, Jarrett Dixon had 11 plus six assists. Uh, Jalen Walker 10 points, five rebounds. Uh, Isaiah Stevens eight points. Um, Allen got some good minutes off the bench from Donovan Parham, who I mentioned earlier. He had eight points, and um, Coach McCullough specifically singled him out on for just the the job that he did on defense, as far as kind of helping you know just up the energy on defense, especially in the uh, in the second quarter once Allen began to really put a uh, you know put a you know, get a hold of this thing. Um, Corey Jones gave him five points off the bench. Brenton Mills gave him three. Um, Allen only made three three-pointers in this game, so them having to play a, a much different style than they were accustomed to, a much more half-court-centric game, because Ellison did a great job getting back in transition and not allowing, you know, a whole lot on the uh, on the fast break for Allen, which is, I mean, mandatory if you're going to be able to play Allen close and just try to make them uncomfortable. But, um, you know, Allen was able to adjust, kind of adapt to a, a, a different approach, and um, they they are able to, uh, and then they're bound for the regional tournament once again. Their uh, their next game will be at six o'clock on Friday out in Fort Worth at the Wilkerson Grinds Activity Center. They get North Crowley, a team that they have seen before in this uh, in this in this round of the playoffs. I believe it was in 2015 uh, when Allen went to the regional finals. They were able to preface that with a win over North Crowley in the regional semis. A much different North Crowley team this year. Um, they are led by one of the top juniors in the state, so folks are going to get a chance to look at a pretty high-level prospect on uh, on Friday. Um, North Crowley is led by uh, shooting guard Grant Sherfield, who is a UCLA commit. Um, North Crowley is ranked number 20 in the state. They got a 31-5 and record. They, uh, li- they like to get up and down. They like to score a lot. They are averaging 80.7 points per game in the playoffs, and all three of their playoff wins have come by double digits, so uh, yeah, very deserving of their, uh, of their regional semifinalist designation. We'll see if Allen can uh you know can get the win on Friday to punch their uh, in hopes of punching their ticket to the regional finals on the other end of the uh, of the regional of the region one six a bracket you have Denton Geyer against Odessa Permian another matchup between two teams that are ranked within the state's top twenty five of course everybody around here has heard of Denton Geyer uh, shared the same district with Allen and they are ranked number one in the state they have had to uh, they've had they've definitely had to earn their spot in the regional tournament though as Geyer is in the midst of their deepest playoff run in program history. History. Just these, um, just within these past few days, they recorded a, uh, I believe it was a three-point win over DeSoto in a very, very defensive-minded game. And then on uh, on Tuesday, had to make a furious comeback. They were down six inside the final 90 seconds, and ended up coming back to beat South Grand Prairie 79 to 77. And um, just what sounded like an absolutely thrilling finish. Um, so Denton Geyer just looking like, uh, you know, they're they were, um, you know, this is kind of. Uncharted waters for them, but they've been the number one team in the state all year long. They've only got one loss, and you know no team in six A has beat them yet. You know their one loss came to number one came to uh, Waxahachie, who is a uh, which is a five A team. Um, so yeah, teams are you know Denton Geyer's had some close calls, whether it was in you know whether it was in district against McKinney and Plano Senior, and then now in the playoffs against DeSoto and uh, in SGP. So it's I mean you know teams have played them close. You know <laughs> off you know off and on again this season. But no team in 6A, at least, has really has figured out that solution to put them over the top. Allen is one of those teams. Allen played them close the first time around, only lost by seven or eight points back in December, but then just got run off the floor in the uh, in the second half of their uh, of their rematch. 
Um, let's see, uh, last month in uh, in district play. So a win by uh, Allen and a win by Geyer on Friday would create a, a third meeting between the two teams. Um, it would be Allen's third time being in the regional finals on uh, in the last uh, in the last five years, which is just crazy to think when you consider kind of what this program has, has come from. When it just it took it took Allen decades just to get a win in the UIL, just to get a playoff win in the UIL's largest classification. And now, I mean, it's it's almost an expectation that they're playing this deep into the postseason. So, um, yeah, a uh, you know another another strong playoff run by Allen. They'll look to keep the thing rolling Friday against North Crowley. Otherwise, folks, um, and I will yeah, I'll be out there. So I'll be out there tweeting up a storm, offering up updates from that game so make sure y'all follow along my twitter handle is m welch slm otherwise that's about all i've got for this one um hey appreciate y'all checking this out this has been matt welch with star local media uh, you can read my game story and i'll have some video highlights later this afternoon up there at um, starlocalsports.com for y'all to check out um yeah appreciate y'all checking this out you guys enjoy the rest of your week and i will talk to y'all later looking to hire top talent in your community look no further than starlocaljobs.com Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.